Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to go over some backwashing tips for your DE filter. I'll go over some trouble that you may run into, as well as some tips to make the backwashing of your DE filter a smooth and easy process, which sometimes is not the case. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. And the first thing I'll tackle is when do you need to backwash your D-filter. So typically a D-filter is designed to go a pretty long time in between cleanings. Typically in my region of Southern California, you can go about six months before taking the filter lid off and taking the filter apart and giving it a thorough cleaning. That's a pretty long time in between cleanings here in Southern California. So one good thing about most DE filters, the only exception would be the quad type DE filters. A lot of times these are installed without a backwash valve, mainly because they're pretty easy to clean like a cartridge filter and they don't backwash nearly as well as your standard uh, grid type DE filter. So exactly when should you backwash your filter? If you clean them every six months, um, the pressure gauge or the flow is actually a really good indicator of when the filter needs to be backwashed. So typically when you clean a D filter, make a note of the filter PSI, the pressure on the filter, and you're going to find that it's somewhere around 18 or 20 PSI in most cases. Sometimes you'll have some back pressure, it'll be a little bit higher, but I'm going to say 20 PSI is the average. And so when the D filter PSI gets to 30 PSI, which is a rise of 10 PSI, so make a note of the pressure, and if it goes up by 10 PSI, then you're going to need to backwash the filter. You'll notice also that the flow is not that great. If there's an automatic cleaner, it's not going to be moving that well. And that's the point where you would backwash your D filter. There are actually three different backwash methods that I use with a D filter, and I'll cover those here for you. The first one is a quick 20 second backwash where I'll turn off the pump, of course. I'll open up the backwash piston, or if it's a multi port valve, I'll turn it, put in backwash. It's important that if you have a multi port valve, that you turn it only in one direction clockwise. When you get the backwash and it continue on clockwise back to filter mode, sometimes you'll have to put it in rinse mode also depending on the system and then back to filter mode. Um, but besides that, I'll do this quick 20 second backwash where I'll turn everything off, open up the backwash valve, turn the pump on for 20 seconds, and then turn everything off. Now I won't even recharge the filter at that point if I'm doing this little quick little backwash to kind of get the system running again and get it going 
maybe I'll do this if I have to clean the filter within the next three weeks or so. I don't want to do a full backwash and recharge. I'll do this also to test the system to make sure that it's not the filter that's the problem. Um, if something else secondary to that causing the pool to have some kind of priming issues or flow issues. And so this is a quick, easy way to test the filter to make sure that it's clean and operating correctly. So a lot of times if the filter PSI is at 30 or 28, I'll do this quick little 20 second backwash and it'll drop down to 20 or 22. And then I'll know that the problem is not the filter, it's something else if there's some kind of underlying problem with the pool. I also do this quick backwash just to get everything running for that week. I've done this before in a pinch when I'm low on DE and I can't really recharge the filter. Um, my bad when, by not having enough DE with me, but if you do this long enough, you're going to definitely run out of DE on your route or forget to restock your truck with it. So it's an effective way to get the pool going at least for that week or two without doing a full backwash. And then the second backwash method is the full long one minute, one and a half minute backwash. I don't usually go past one and a half minutes. Um, two minutes is kind of pushing it, but I'll go at least a minute, minute and a half. And this is a complete backwash of the system. You're running it for over a minute. And so once you put it back in filter mode by closing the piston or turning the multi-port valve back, then you're going to have to recharge it with diatomaceous earth. Now, depending on the filter size, it's how much DE I put back in the filter or paralyte, whichever, whichever element you're using to charge the filter. So if I have a 60 square foot filter, and when I break it down and clean it completely, I'll put 10 scoops, 10 of the, now here's another thing that's kind of weird. There's two different scoopers that we use in the industry. One is a, a blue type, smaller scooper, and then there's an orange scooper or black one that's larger. You can kind of tell by looking at the scoops that the orange and black one are much larger. Hayward makes the black one and um, Super Pro, I believe, makes the, yellow, the orange one. And so these actually are one pound of DE. And then the smaller standard scoops that Aladdin makes are actually a half a pound of DE. So kind of preface that with that. So basically if I have a 60 square foot DE filter, I'll add 10 of the blue half pound scoops in there or six of the full um, one pound scoops of DE in there. So when I backwash a 60 square foot filter, I'm definitely not gonna add all that DE back in there. I'm gonna add probably about half of that so I'm going to add five or six of the half pound scoops of the um, DE or three of the um, larger scoops of DE back in there. And that's plenty of DE to recharge it for that period of time. And typically, you don't want to backwash more than twice before you break down the filter and clean it. Um, it's important that you clean the filter every six months or, sh or sooner, depending on if you have reached that two backwash rule of thumb in between um, the filter cleaning. So definitely don't want to go past, don't want to do more than two backwashes, full backwashes where you recharge the filter in between cleanings because then you're just compacting the filter with DE and the backwashing beyond that point becomes ineffective. One way to know if the, back, if the filter needs to be cleaned versus backwashed, if you open up the backwash valve or open up the piston, or put the multi-port in, in backwash mode and you're watching the discharge of the backwash and it's coming out clear, meaning that there's no dirt or diatomaceous earth coming out but just clear water, chances are that the DE is really caked on 
to that filter grid. There may be a lot of oils in there also kicking that DE on there. So definitely you're gonna have to take it apart and clean it. So this leads me into the third backwash method, which is kind of, um, some people call it the hard backwash. I don't know exactly a term for it, but it's a process where you're backwashing and putting it back in filter mode um, in a short period of time. So let me explain how this works. First thing you wanna do is turn off the filter. Then you wanna open up the backwash piston, if that's what you're using. Turn on the filter, let it run for about 10 seconds, 15 seconds maybe at the most. Turn everything off, push down the piston, put it back, turn the filter back on, and then let it run for about 10 or 15 seconds. And then you wanna open the backwash valve again. And then you're gonna see probably quite a bit of stuff coming out of the backwash um, discharge in that case. And you may repeat this cycle a couple times where you're gonna just run a short 10 or 15 second backwash, put in filter, and then backwash again. And then finally, you're gonna run the full minute and a half backwash after one or two times of doing this quick 10 or 15 second backwash filter run for 10 15 seconds then backwash filter run and then backwash completely and this really is effective in getting um, everything loosened off the grids and actually creating a backwash or creating or allowing stuff to be backwashed off the filter that normally wouldn't be so if you're backwashing it for 30 seconds or so and notice that it's just clear water try this kind of hard backwash where you put it in filter mode for 10 or 15 seconds, then you put it in back backwash, then you open the backwash valve for 10 or 15 seconds, put it back in filter, and then back in backwash again. And this usually will give you a pretty good backwash on it by doing it that way. A couple of things you may run into with the push-pull valves or the piston valves is that pulling them up may be difficult, and that means that the O-rings in there are wearing out. Sometimes you can't get it back down once you pull it out. If you don't have the O-rings on hand, you definitely want to close that, otherwise the water is going to leak out of the discharge line of the backwash. So if you have a rubber mallet on your truck, this comes in extremely handy. I've done this many times that I don't have the O-rings to replace on the spot. I'll get a rubber mallet and I'll hit the backwash piston, piston on the top and I'll close it by hitting it with the rubber mallet. And then of course the following visit, I'll definitely change the O-rings in the piston. Sometimes it's hard to even get the piston out because the O-rings kind of swell up or break off in there. In that case, it becomes difficult to remove the piston. Um, you could, if you need to, remove the backwash from the unions and actually go inside there with, with a pair of needle nose pliers to kind of pull the O-ring off of there and then you can pull the piston out easily. Sometimes you can't really take the unions off and move the filter depending on how everything is plumbed. But um, that's one trick you can do if you can't get the piston out any other way. Once in a while, you'll actually break off the handle of the piston, um, and then you're kind of in a world of hurt, but you can definitely pull it out with a pair of channel locks on the handle, twisting it side to side. I've done that before. If you have a multi-port type DE filter backwash valve, a lot of times the spider gasket will uh, become a problem where it wears out or, or has a crack in it, and you'll probably see water leaking out of the backwash line even in filter mode, and that's a good indicator that um, the spider gasket is no good in there. It's not closing off the compartments between the different modes in that case. One little trick that I have, I carry ball valves in my truck, and I'll stick a ball valve on the back of that discharge pipe a lot of times, and then turn off the ball valve, 
and you don't need to glue it on there that's just there's not a lot of pressure coming out of there so if you do have a drip leak and you can't address it on the spot put a ball valve on the end of the backwash discharge and close the ball valve off and that'll hold it for a week until you get back there and you can actually change out the spider gasket or change out the pist the uh, o-rings in the piston i never really like leaving a pull off because the backwash has a drip leak I'll definitely try the uh, put a ball valve on there if I can or I'll change o-rings to make sure um, on the piston to make sure that I can close off the backwash because you don't want to leave the pull off for a week just because it has a little bit of a drip so keep that uh, ball valve the one and a half inch ball valve in your truck and you can stick it on just about any backwash discharge as long as it's not in the p-trap or going directly underground a lot of times when I get to a pool and I try to pull up the piston if it doesn't budge an inch, I don't really open it up unless I have the parts to replace it. So I carry a spare piston with me in case I break it. I also carry the O-rings with me. I try to have them all the time on my truck, but sometimes I don't have them. Um, but I usually have two or three sets of different um, piston O-rings and also one or two different pistons with me so that I can redo the repair on the spot. Because the last thing you want to do is to pull up the backwash piston and not be able to get it back down or get it back down but it's leaking so definitely if it seems like you can't even turn the multi-port valve also I wouldn't do it unless you have the parts on hand if you're dealing with an old um, Pentair uh, 2000 series filter or the newer 4000 where they have the backwash handle on the bottom sometimes you have to get on your hands and knees and kind of use your feet to push it open sometimes you won't even be able to move that rotor because it's just not working so don't even bother with that at that point because once you open it, you may not be able to close it. But I've successfully opened most of them by getting on my knees. I wear knee pads. So I get on my knees and I push back with my foot and that usually gives me enough leverage to open it up and then I can pretty much pull it closed with no problem after that. So they could be very stiff. It may look like it's not going to move. It's just a really stiff backwash valve. And of course, the number one rule is to make sure you close that, especially on the 4000 series where you can't really remember if you closed it or not there is a marking on there but it's hard to see so make sure you definitely close the backwash valve before you recharge it with DE otherwise it's going to go inside the grids and then when you realize your mistake and close the backwash valve it's going to shoot right back into the pool so definitely make sure you close the backwash valve after backwashing the filter and so you can see that backwashing a DE filter there is quite a bit involved in it I think that as you get experience with DE filters, you'll learn more about the backwashing process and you'll become an expert with it. You'll know all about the different backwash pistons as well as the multi-port valves and won't have any problems with them if, as long as you gain some experience um, by running into multiple DE filters out there on your pool route. Or if you're a homeowner maintaining your own pool, you'll get to really know and understand your DE filter uh, pretty well after cleaning it a couple times. And if you're looking for more pool care resources, definitely check out my website, swimmingforlearning.com. I have an ebook available for $9.99. And if you're in the industry and you're looking to enhance your business, check out my coaching program at poolguidecoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guide Podcast Show. The Pool Guide Podcast Show. The Pool Guide Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer 
backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app. 